Welcome to the Valley Cast, Chris Helbig. Thank you, Elliot Morgan. Um, hi, everybody. This is a very special episode. Uh, it is the second of three episodes that me, Joe, and Steve are each doing with our significant others. Um, Steve and Alana posted a podcast for last week. This is now, and next week will be next week's with Joe and his wife. Um, if you hear any taps during this, it's because Goose is walking around, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna pretend like that's not happening, and we're gonna be, we're gonna have fun. <laughs> this is a practice in it. patience it for you specifically. Great, <laughs> I and know she's definitely yeah, right, staring at me, waiting for attention. Well, you said her name, uh, so it's. Go down up there. Go down. She's just the manifestation of everyone's anxiety and caginess during the quarantine. Well, speaking of the quarantine, <laughs> uh, first of all, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. good. That's great. I know. I feel like this is going to be a fun conversation because all we've been doing for the last two weeks is talking to each other. So yeah. what else do we have to talk about? We've gotten into really boring um conversations that are that we're very sincere about like Mm -hmm. scrabble strategy yeah yeah we've been playing i mean like 70 percent of our you know shelter at home has been scrabble yeah playing it thinking about it i'm dreaming of it (laughs) strategizing (laughs) for it i I, when i close my eyes i see or when you talk to me sometimes Mm -hmm. it's one of the normal conversations then it's very i see the words and on the table I don't know if that's a good byproduct of all of this leisure activity. I don't think it's very productive. Um, The Valley Folk, everybody, in case you're not familiar, also recently just changed our um, schedule, and it's very good right now. And the past week was, I think this week is back to me, Joe, and Steve, and then it uh, last week was Sarah Whittle was on a bunch of episodes. Yay! Very good. Yeah, that's it's, wonderful. It's She's really wonderful. Good. Yeah, her and Claudio are doing a podcast. It's the thing to do, it, isn't it? Yeah, if you're gonna talk to your significant other, monetize it somehow. Yeah, commodify it somehow. If we were to do a podcast together, what would it be about, Grace? Oh, I don't know. Probably something about reality television. That's crazy. What a crazy idea. What a weird. I mean, who knows? Stranger things have happened. Um, are you nervous or feeling uh, anxiety about the state of the world right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The the human side of me, yeah, for yeah. sure. There's dips about um, the overwhelm of it all and the living in uncertainty and just having to then be okay and trust and hope and mm-hmm. um, do the good things that, I can control and do like donate to different outlets and sources that need actual financial support. Yeah, you're real sweet about that stuff. <laughs> I try to be. Otherwise, I'm going to go crazy you're... sitting here thinking like here I am in my house with you and my dog and I'm having an OK time. And that feels unfair. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, I don't know if unfair, but yeah, it's survivor guilt mm-hmm. or, or yeah, um, privilege, privilege guilt. Or... Yeah. Do you feel a sense of uh, overwhelm. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's it's seeping in very slowly, mm-hmm. like um, molasses into my soul. Well, it's it, also it's yeah, we've reached the point now where we were saying you you get past the honeymoon phase of like oh we're stuck at home and this is I get to see you and fun mm-hmm. and sweet and we play Scrabble and we make dinner and it's all very contained and nice. 
And then that starts to fade a little bit and you yeah. wonder, oh, what is, is this going to, are we going to do this forever now? Yeah. And there's a part of me that it's scary how normal it all feels at yeah. this point. It's been like a week and I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I get up and I do this. Mm-hmm. And we hang out at night. We play Scrabble you know, intermittently throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then we do all, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's weird how quickly I can adapt, but at the same time I'm like, what is how is this not how is this still happening every day i wake up and i think it's not going to be happening Mm -hmm. and then every day it's still happening and it's even worse um and it's easy to get sucked into i think today is the first day that we haven't really been all over the news which is no this is thursday yeah we haven't it's like almost seven o'clock at night now which the day has gone so fast because we were working on other things and doing some other things and i haven't checked instagram i haven't checked twitter i haven't Mm -hmm looked at any of that which is nice um to feel a sense of like space um yeah. but then also feels slightly irresponsible as like a citizen of the world to mm-hmm. not be aware of everything that's happening are you have you seen any um or like fallen into any of the rabbit holes of people who are denying that it's a thing I have not. I know you've looked at yeah. some people and you've looked pretty deeply at it. <laughs> um, which, I mean, they're so they're making such an intriguing case that I had to. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't chase that sort of um, um, information being put it's out like there. Rage porn or something. It's like yeah. some hate, hate, hate watching. Hate watching. Yeah. yeah. What have you found? Just people saying that it's like a hoax, you know, to get rid of. Um, personal freedom and it's like the deep state taking over everyone and, also just make and, sure that you're talking into the microphone from this side because you get further away a little oh, bit I didn't know yeah there you go um, i know sorry i have the headphones so you can't really tell oh yeah no this there, I that's way better that's oh, really? way better yeah oh great we fixed it oh look i mean if only the world could fix that I bet easily you, I bet nobody wrote any comments prior to us <laughs> fixing it sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you talking about people denying this babe i don't understand how any of this stuff works to the point that it's this the world or no. this system well, that yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> but the just the microphone pod like this is being shot on the iphone mm-hmm. folks so i'm sorry I don't know how it's going to sound. I think probably good. Yeah, I it guess, sounds fine. Now that we're here. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, whatever. It's crazy. Um, What have you, what else have you been doing to take up your time? <laughs> Besides, we're not sick of each other, but we're going to flirt with getting sick of each other on this very podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the, the straw <laughs> the, and the camel in the back and all of uh-huh. it. Um, Lots of puzzles. I've been big into puzzles. Um, You've been very big into puzzles, baby. It's yeah. very cute. Oh, that's very sweet. I didn't realize that I, I liked them. They seem like a very overwhelming task to complete before you start it and then when you get into it it's just very uh um like hypnotic in a way you're not checking your phone you're just sort of like taking your time i get focused on little areas and Mm -hmm. when you get a piece that fits it's very rewarding and there's a tangible uh thing that you've made at the end of it and it's like tactile when you put Mm -hmm. it's like a nice feeling yeah it's a very nice feeling what's that word like syntax sympat like the tap of the like that feeling the analog yeah yeah anyway so we're having fun we're having Um, fun yeah have you do are you feeling productive oh um yes and no there's that sense and i know you feel this too uh from you know our 
job is to create things. And so when you are given this free time uh, where you're told just stay inside, Mm -hmm. you feel this sense of, again, guilt for not taking advantage of all the time that you're given to create things. Uh, But at the same time, I do sense the offness of the world. And so it doesn't feel always so great to create things. So there's a back and forth like ping pong match of like getting excited, having ideas, wanting to do things, and then also just kind of wanting to sit and do my puzzles. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, also doing comedy is especially very strange. Oh, it's very strange right now because I don't even know what I find insensitive or offensive right now to talk about. I don't know if it's a more helpful thing to make light of things or talk and create things that have nothing to do with the world right now or if that i don't i don't know yeah our generation isn't used to this many things to juggle and at the same mm-hmm. time of yeah. going like i i don't know am i supposed to make if i make a joke is it bad if it's bad does that matter if yeah. right 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 i uh yeah i wrote like a um really long video that I really liked and was really excited to film and talked about putting it on Valley Folk. But then like it was so like thoughty and I was like, I don't want to do this because it doesn't feel like I have any kind of perspective mm. or even have any remote handle on any of this. But then I'm like, what else is that? Like I was thinking about how many when this ends and it goes back, people go back to like comedy clubs every stand-up joke is going to be about coronavirus i thought about this this morning that i had a sense of uh feeling bad for stand-ups right now because what else are you going to talk about all everyone's doing is incubating jokes ideas thoughts Mm -hmm. perspective on what's happening right now so as soon as the floodgates open and everyone's allowed to go back out and perform nope (laughs) <laughs> all of the content is all going to be uh, generally about the same thing. And then and also everyone is like cage gladiators, you know, yep. like pumping iron ready oh, to yeah. go. And so the overwhelm of everyone rushing to stages and mics and cameras and all of it is going to be just like so much more competitive, I feel like. And yep. so much more. Uh, I, I, I don't even know. Competitive and also probably very like aggressive aggressive and probably all like the same it's gonna be the same thing where it's like even before this it was always like you had your tinder joke and you mm-hmm. had the, the, the joke and then you had like airplane jokes and mm-hmm. now this is going to be i don't think i think this is the first time that our that i can remember in life where everyone is focusing on the same thing at the same time it's really weird yeah no it's very strange that's what we were talking about the other day um when I think I went out to the store or something and just seeing on the streets that no one is out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, everyone is consuming the news and consuming media and abiding by the rules. And then you go out and you see it actually enacted and really like in a place like Los Angeles where there's so many people. It's very shocking almost yes. to think, oh, we're all in this together. We're all yeah, all of us are humans, and we're all doing this. Uh, it's Truman Show. It's yeah. like that feeling of like, okay, well, it's not a scene right now, so everyone can go back to their trailers, um, except I mean, they're not allowed to come out at all. The real treat for all of us has been Tiger King. Yeah. That's the real gift that Netflix gave to all of us. Yeah. And it's all everyone's talking about because everyone immediately was like, I need and, some relief from everything that I'm seeing. And uh turns out Tiger King is equally as dramatic 
as the world right now. It's the perfect compliment for what we're experiencing <laughs> right now. I need a different <laughs> channel for my anxieties. Oh, okay, perfect. Here we go. What's This is everything in the world right now is so crazy. What's the one thing on TV that could actually be crazy enough to even distract remotely? And Tiger King comes through with perfect. flying colors. Perfect. It's, it's perfect. Oh, my God. Babe, I would be down to watch it all over again if you want it. I, I don't, do you rewatch stuff ever i don't rewatch things ever it's never something you're about to... yeah i know i would rewatch it um it's because i know that there's so much stuff in it that i've definitely missed so many moments of because we watch it in pieces like usually when i find something i like i binge it all the way through till mm -hmm. it's done Probably why I get obsessive over puzzles that like I need to finish it now. Oh, now. And I want, yeah, that's kind of the a par for my life. But uh, Tiger King, we watched like in pieces because it got too overwhelming at points to watch another episode. It was too much to, to bear. It was so much that we couldn't even try to predict what would happen next. And the fact that anything that happened next was so wildly out of what I could have even imagined, just like threw my brain into total chaos tailspin yeah, we tried to do we tried to make bets on what would happen which is what we do with everything we, we take fun. something pure and entertaining and make it gambling we make it sin <laughs> and uh yeah we uh which man i was i was talking to my buddy scott from florida the other day and mm -hmm. he got me i brought up randomly i was like flat for like my birthday next year maybe we could all go to vegas yeah and it, I, I assuming that <laughs> Exactly. Will, yeah. And that's when I was like, what's, what? Like, I thought about the fact that right now Vegas is empty. Yeah, which must be hurts, so scary. That hurts my heart. Yeah, you love Vegas. That's like a zombie. That, I'm sure, is a creepy. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is creepy when it's full. When it's empty, there's something <laughs> even more off putting about it. Exactly. Excuse me. Oh, I, I thought burped. you were about to throw up because you were so Vegas. <laughs> sad <laughs> thinking about Vegas. Um, Anyway, yeah, Tiger King, we tried making bets on it, and every time the thing that happened was more insane than anything. We well, could have and we liked Big Millions, and then Tiger King came in and just destroyed Big Millions. Loved Big Millions, thought we weren't, we weren't going to find anything that lived up to the amount of characters and drama and, uh, you know, twists and turns that Big Millions had, and Tiger came, King came in hot and ready. I was just thinking before we started this about Tiger King, because how could you not? And I was thinking about how Joe Exotic is, you know, he seems like in shambles at the end of it. This is no spoilers if you haven't seen it, but you probably have seen it by now because what else are you doing? Uh, he's, There's so much in it, by the way. I think you could spoil pretty much anything in right. it, and it's still worth watching. That's true. It's an experience. You could make up anything, and it probably is something that's in that docuseries, mm -hmm. uh, that he seems in shambles by the end of it because he's in jail, and that's a, a man like him can't be caged. Uh, but he's clearly living his best life knowing that he is now a star. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of mail I bet he's getting in prison right now, one, because everyone's home with nothing to do, and two, people do that in general oh, regardless. Because I watched Life After Lockup, a show about people that uh, create romantic relationships with people in prison, and then they document them getting out of jail and meeting for the first time and, like, their road to getting married or having a relationship and like there's a whole culture of people that are fascinated and uh titillated by inmates and reach out to them that joe exotic i bet is getting so flooded with fan mail and it blows my mind do you 
Do you think we should... Want to write him a letter? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. What if I did? Uh, you are free to do whatever your heart desires. I won't put any kind of return address on what it. What would you say to him? Dear Joe, <laughs> yeah. thank you for providing me with entertainment You're gonna thank a very him? troubling time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. He's a gift. You should then write a letter to the filmmakers and thank them for actually providing you the entertainment. And then thank Netflix. And, <laughs> and then, then thank you for agreeing to watch it. No, Where does call, it end, Grace? Everybody get a thank you. out of the bathroom because I turned on Netflix and saw it starting. Oh, yeah. And I, I've been saying this a bunch, but I feel like I could have written first under tiger king when it first came out because uh-huh. i literally turned on netflix uh-huh. in the middle of the afternoon broad daylight and the it started auto playing the trailer <laughs> and i was like yeah okay S- the, uh, oklahoma florida tigers whoa subculture i don't know about elliot stop taking a shit please come in here i think it was a shower but it could <laughs> you been. know who knows we don't have toilet paper so you can do both at the same time now yeah i just remember you being like hey you you gotta come watch this with me, I and think, I was like, okay, that sounds good. Whatever yeah, it is, uh huh. Then I got really excited and was like, how many episodes is this? And then I thought it was five, and then we blew through a few. Yeah, and ended up being seven. And ended up being seven. It some was crazy one. screeching. It was a true treat. But this is our second podcast today, babe. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. How are you right, feeling? Great. Oh, good. I'm feeling fine. I feel very uh, listless, or I guess uh, about stuff, but um. Today was better than it has been in terms of being productive. I just feel mm-hmm. like being, it's a weird sense of being away from Joe and Steve that's very yeah, like. Yeah, uh, how are you guys handling? Do you guys check in every day? Do you like send yeah. little messages here and there? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's um, a couple different threads and we all kind of jump in and, and uh, send like either news articles or funny videos or. And you guys kind of have thing. been live streaming and We've stuff. been live like streaming, that. yeah. And our posting schedule is great. And. Joe's crushing that stuff and then That's you know great. yeah it's it's all good I just feel very uh it's like n- unable to make a plan syndrome and be like okay I don't know what to yeah, living you know, in uncertainty. It's the that's whole. It. Well, that's the whole idea that I realized. I was like, oh yeah, because I hear Michael Buckley talk about it on his uh, Instagram stories every day. That he's like, this is really challenging people's relationship with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's exactly what it is, because everyone wants to know when it's going to end and when they can get back to real life, because we're all in this purgatory, yeah. and so you don't know how much to structure what this situation is right now because that could change tomorrow and go back to the structure you had before yeah i yeah and i I like to think that i am totally capable of handling uncertainty Mm -hmm. i don't think i am at all turns out maybe not (laughs) well if you're having a hard time you're hiding it very well because you seem pretty composed every day i'm composed but it's just quiet moments of terror yeah i think (laughs) and that's when we play scrabble and we just drown out the terror with the gentle jingle of the scrabble game yeah and there's a nice balance sometimes i'll i smoke i'll smoke marijuana sometimes Mm -hmm. and and sometimes it's very relaxing, but every now and then yeah. it just sort of puts me my brain in a loop that's like... Every now and then it's like, knock, knock, opening this door to let you think about the world deeper than exactly, you have. Exactly, yeah. And then like, <laughs> this bad thing could happen that could lead to this bad thing and this bad thing. And all of those things are just as likely as all the good things. And you go, oh, oh, no. What if this domino gets knocked down and then all the rest go? And then where does that line of dominoes even lead to? Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about, I was like, there's all these people right now 
that are dying to get toilet paper. Mm -hmm. But there's not all these people right now dying for some hot new comedy. And I was like, that's not good. This market isn't isn't demanding uh, anything that I'm associated with. You don't need to supply because there's no demand right now. That's good. Yep, there you go. Drink your weed cocktail. (laughs) It is a weed cocktail. It's a, I don't know what it's called. It's a weed. It's called Cannabis Quench. Cannabis Quench. Yeah. Yeah. Quencher or something like that. Yeah, it's a very strange. It's very nice and it's, subtle. I love it. It's very <laughs> delightful. I mean, it feels like because we're not drinking right now, so it feels like we're drinking. Yeah. And then it's a very subtle, mellow, relaxing feeling. And we get to do the ritualistic clinking. Cheers. Um, Grace, what's going on with you in your life? How are you? <laughs> I feel like we've just talked about this. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the ad portion of the podcast. I hope you're enjoying this episode with me and my girlfriend, Grace. Uh, we had a great time. It's very low-key. After it was done, we were like, was I okay? And uh, let us know if you think it is. But in the meantime, I have some ads to share with you. Two in particular. One uh, uh, that I used years ago for not fun stuff, and I'm still going to tell you about it, and that's called LegalZoom because they made not fun stuff real easy, y'all. Uh, so here's the deal with LegalZoom. Um, they are not a law firm. Um, what they are is uh, basically a place you can go to get legal advice from actual lawyers uh, who do not charge you by the hour so that you can make 2020 the year you officially start business or you can finally get your will or your living trust sorted out. See, it doesn't sound fun, but with LegalZoom, it's a real hoot. Uh, Over the past 19 years, LegalZoom has helped more than 4 million people. That's a lot of people who need help. Uh, I think everybody needs help pretty much, but especially legally because I don't understand how any of that stuff works clearly. You can get started quickly online, and if you have questions or need advice, they have the right people to help you out. LegalZoom is not a law firm, okay? So that means you can count on their network of independent lawyers to help you at a right at the right price because they're not sitting there racking up the bill while you're not looking. Make 2020 a year you'll remember for the right reasons and use LegalZoom to help you out. So go to LegalZoom.com today and enter the promo code VALLEYCAST in the box at checkout for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code VALLEYCAST. LegalZoom.com, promo code VALLEYCAST. Add for legal stuff, I've used it. They're great. They're wonderful. Um, it actually does make things easier and less intimidating, and that's really nice when you're having to deal with stuff that you don't really want to deal with. And so that concludes this ad, and I hope you had a great time. I sure did. What's that one more? Why not? Let's have some fun. Uh, this is a, uh, a, a, a sponsor that we have that I really like and that I have used prior to them being a sponsor, which is my favorite kind of sponsor. And I'm talking about the Nextdoor app because my girlfriend and I use this app all the time, mostly for entertainment, but it's actually also very useful. Um, the Nextdoor app is a hub for everything happening in your neighborhood. Nextdoor, uh, on Nextdoor, everyone is verified so your conversations stay private between you and your neighbors and it's available in every U.S. neighborhood. Can you even imagine? Stay in the know with what's going on in your neighborhood, whether it's road repairs, an amazing new ice cream shop, or proposed school redistricting. Nextdoor is the best place to hear about it first and a trusted source for local knowledge, which is very helpful in times like these. I assume. <coughs> that is perfect. Moving to a new area can be daunting, especially if you don't know anyone. But Next Door can help you do everything from finding new furniture to getting recommendations for a trusted contractor to discovering the best neighborhood takeout. Remember when you used to go out for food? You don't need to do that anymore. And Next Door can help. Uh, and you can also help you meet friendly neighbors, which is a friendly neighbor that doesn't, I've never even heard of. 
heard of that, but it, they say it says it right there. So I, you know, you can get great stuff from your neighbors as well. It's like an online garage sale. Basically, uh, you can get stuff for free. There's amazing, amazing items are posted like couches and barbecues and kids clothes and toys and strollers. For example, you don't even have to have kids. You can just go get kids clothes and you won't be able to be arrested technically, but it will help them build a case with you if you're ever suspected of anything. And since everyone is verified, it's more trusted than other classified sites. It's great for building community, whether it's helping someone find their lost dog or notifying neighbors about your kid's lemonade stand popping up, which is dope as heck. It's one of the cutest things in the world. Selling lemonade, Oof, can you imagine the purity? The purity alone, it's purifying, it's wonderful. Anyway, Nextdoor helps you feel closer and more connected to the people who live closest to you. Make the neighborhood feel like it did when you were a kid, when everybody knew each other back in nicer times. Remember? Remember? Anyway, discover events nearby. Many events are local to your community and aren't posted elsewhere. Find ways to get involved in the community or things to do with your friends just for hoots and giggles. Ever need to borrow a ladder? I have one, just ask me. But if you don't want to ask me, how about a power drill? I don't even know if I have a power drill. But if you do need one, check out next door, okay? Anyway, here's what you're going to do. Um, download it, see what it pops up on your phone, see what people are saying in your neighborhood. It's very enlightening and it's very fun and it keeps you informed, but it's also so entertaining. Uh, and so anyway, there are many ways that our neighbors can help us and allow Nextdoor to uh, show you the, the many heavenly things that are on, on your way. And anyway, uh, on your way, I, 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 I don't know. So what are you guys waiting for? Tell me, the app is free. Go to nextdoor.com slash valleycast to sign up and see what your neighbors are talking about. Be sure to use the link from our show to sign up so they know you support our show. And if you do support our show, you can prove it by talking to your neighbors confidentially. Uh, that's nextdoor.com slash valleycast to gain access to a helpful network of neighbors you never knew you had for free. Make sure to tell them uh, who sent you by going to nextdoor.com slash valleycast so that we can be um, their favorite and you can be our favorite. Thank you guys. Now back to the show. Isn't she cute? She's so cute. Right, quarantine <laughs> aside, pretend quarantine isn't a thing. Um, I mean, it's truly the same as <laughs> <laughs> I was like, even before we started this podcast, I was like, should I prep anything to talk about? You're like, no, no, no. I'll carry the conversation. Yeah. And it's... so far I've been asked two or three times how I'm doing. <laughs> Well, I'm curious. I think people want to know. I think it's and it's good to share, I think. But I also know that there's nothing to answer there when it's just a monotonous quarantined state of. Yeah. What's your what do you find that you're looking at most on your phone when you are checking your phone, whether it's people on Instagram or on Twitter or you you on Reddit? For you, it's word scramble, right? Or whatever that uh, game is. Oh, yeah. I play another word game on my phone, but I only play it on the weekends because that's when there's tournaments. <laughs> and you can judge me all you want, but it's, it's a great time. Cutest, so when you think when you think that Grace Holmig is not social mediaing anything, she must be up to something very busy. Uh-uh. I'm just... <laughs> I'm crouched in the corner of the couch, just scrambling with my word scramble. To the point that we don't get into many um, conversations art. ever. Uh, <laughs> no, we get into yeah. many of those, but we don't get into any like art. We don't bicker or anything. No, it, we it take has, it out on the words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we there have been a few moments where I've been like, 
Look, please stop playing your word game. Yeah, for you a do get bit. upset if I start because now I've. This is so gross, and I did hear um, Catherine talk about this for a little bit on her podcast with Hank Green, Hank and Catherine mm-hmm. Green, of a podcast called Delete This that I love very much, and she was talking about how sometimes she'll be watching a program and also so like unconsciously will have opened Instagram and be watching a video on Instagram at the same time as she's watching TV. And now I've developed this fun new thing where if a TV show can't fully hold my attention, I'll play my word game on my phone while also watching the TV show. And it's so bad because now it's broken my bar of like my ability to be entertained by something to such a low level That I immediately just play my phone and it's like an auto responder. Yep. Oh, yeah. Things. You grab. Yeah. And it's uh, that's why puzzles again. Back to puzzles. This is why they're so great because they use your hands. You don't have a chance to look at your phone. Yeah. You're it's so it's very it's weirdly relaxing when you're doing a puzzle. Yeah, that's like, I know you kept telling so me nice. how relaxing it was for you to watch me do a puzzle. I don't know if it's like an unconscious <laughs> need to entertain you constantly or and I'm like, good, she's okay right now. <laughs> yeah, like a child that you're babysitting. Oh, they have their program. <laughs> yeah. She's going to put her shapes into her holes. Yeah, yeah. Give her the iPad. Just give her the iPad. Yeah, Let her play. Fine. She loves it. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, the word scramble. What else have we been watching? We've watched... We oh, we're starting. We started season two of Westworld. Yeah, we're making our way through. Who, which is an a curious program to start amidst everything that's happening in the world right now. Yeah, it's not okay. It's not. It's too weird. Because when we get a little too high at night, that program sometimes needs to be turned off because the way it relates to everything that's happening right now will cause your brain to go down a wormhole mm-hmm. that is not probably good for you. Mm-hmm. We're very cute about it, though. While we're watching it, we'll be like. <laughs> There's a good chance I'm going to need to not watch this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm now um, having a an episode in my <laughs> head in which I don't know what reality is. And I believe I might be in an alternate universe and I might be a robot. <laughs> yeah. I do. What I do love about the West World, though, is that it, it because it's so complex, you mm-hmm. can't play your word game. So yeah, it's a real good fair. thing because I'm like, yeah, I know that she'll actually end up. But you that's, still try sometimes. I still try. And it's just pure auto responding to something. Yeah. Um, but we have also watched Onward, the new. Is it a Pixar film? It's a new Pixar film. Um, that they made available on Amazon because people can't obviously go to movie theaters right now, and it just came out. Yeah, we'll do a quick. You want to do a quick uh, review of Onward? Didn't like it. Hated it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a perfectly wonderful movie. No, it's not for children. <laughs> Maybe I was ho- It's so it's so much of a bummer because I was listening to a friend's podcast and they were raving about it, yeah. but they had seen it, and I was like, how. I respect this person. <laughs> and yeah. I think we got a bad taste for it right away. And then we just kind of forced ourselves to finish it. And so we just were in a grumpy mood about it the whole time. And then it became a fun thing to make fun of. <laughs> it's, But it's, I mean, it's a cool movie, but it's definitely for children. All And it, all the jokes in it are very sweet and cute and not very, you know, there's a lot of Pixar films that like have adult humor in it. That's yeah. like, you know. Uh, masked in the childish, you know, animation. And this just didn't do it for me. It had all of the makings to do it. Yeah, and even beyond that, like, it didn't feel... 
like the there there's no like adult humor but like it didn't feel very imaginative yeah. for a movie about fantastical creatures. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it had a lot of opportunities to be really wonderful and magical and extraordinary and uh it fell a little flat for me. I laughed like three times but yeah i left once at laughs. a character that like eats shit and i was like that's just in line with my sense of humor oh, so that's an easy laugh for what me part was it when they... it's like a character in the tavern or something like falls in the background oh that was funny yeah, uh, yeah and it shit. falls yeah, I really... literally like eats poop no no, no 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 that hasn't happened in the movie that i noticed we've watched onward that was terrible <laughs> we watched the second season of kidding yeah, which was amazing. Loved kidding. Holy crap. I didn't watch season one. You had just turned on season two, and I caught a second of it, and I was like, what is this? This yeah. is incredible. It's so good. Yeah, and it was. It just got better and better, and mm-hmm. like that, talk about Onward could take some notes about like fantastical mm-hmm. exploration of and, like, a world. And uh-huh. like related stuff. With yeah. like massive adult themes. Uh-huh. Man, I wanted, that was... I did not expect that show to be it so good. It made you mad. It, it made was me so mad. Good. It was very, it was so good. Yeah. Because you start thinking, oh, wow, this is so beyond the scope of anything I could create. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. So, it made me so truly angry. Yeah. yeah. Which is such a nice anger to have. Yeah, it's actually like, kind of nice to be like, oh, I love that this challenges my limitations uh-huh. on things. We tried watching, I think it's like Hunters or the, not the Hunt, but. Um, yeah, I think it's called Al Hunters. Al Pacino thing or something like that on Amazon. That yeah, it anything. wasn't my speed. I'm trying to talk about the entertainment stuff because i feel like joe and steve know so much more about movies and i never talk so i'm just about them because i don't know anything about movies sure you we don't watch movies hardly at all we watched best in show and waiting for guffman oh, that was very fun back yeah. to back yeah. those were really really fun movies and after coming back from going to a dog show for the first time and then watching best in show it really is capturing the exact world of the dog show <laughs> it was so wonderful uh the dog show babe that was if we knew then what we know now about the world yeah i think we would have gone earlier maybe i would have uh, yeah we would have that... got there at the very opening of it and stayed the entire day and just yeah. soaked in every ounce of it because that was we got back from london fortunately before they cut off travel mm-hmm. from london to the u.s so we were back home and Mamrie, I think, had had the idea. Yeah, she had was... texted me while we were in London saying, if you guys get back in time, there's a dog show like a half hour outside of Los Angeles. And we were like, yes, no matter how jet lagged we are, yep. we will go. Yep. Um, and I was super stoked. I saw some corgis. Yeah. But the I we was... went too late. It was towards the end. They were kind of wrapping yeah. everything up. Um, but it was still wonderful. It was so wonderful, babe. The walking in mm-hmm. and seeing that many dogs yeah. and that many big dogs, and they're all perfectly well behaved. Yeah, I that was beautiful. You it had was, an emotional reaction to it. It was just beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> they're all beautiful and they're all so sweet. And all the owners are so exactly Hilarious. what you would expect them to be. Uh, yeah, they like care very much about the creatures that they're showing and are all professionals and uh-huh. also at the same time this ain't their first rodeo uh-huh. and so they're all just kind of like shooting the shit and eating pretzels and uh, like flat ironing their dog's ears yep. <laughs> and it's also free in case anybody wants to go yeah and uh you can just walk around but it is a weird feeling to be like the only person without a dog and everybody oh, else i walked in with such reverence at first because i didn't know what the rules of like decorum were for yeah. everyone yeah 
yes, and I, I was like, these are these are performers. I don't want to get in their way. And I kept like grabbing you, being like, Elliot, those are, they're about to compete. Get out of the yeah. way. And no one gave a shit. No Everyone one <laughs> was very like they. It was so casual yeah. and. The true thing, too, is as soon as you went up to a couple like um, people and their dogs and asked if you could pet them, (laughs) they were so friendly because they do take pride in these animals. And so there's a sense of, I think, Mm -hmm. accomplishment from them. that, Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Pet my beautiful dog. Tell me how beautiful it is. It was like a pack of like Burmese mountain dogs or something. And they have the sweetest faces. And this thing was just staring up at me and and my hand, its head was so big that my hand barely covered the top of it. It was the best. We sat down and did like a... uh, we watched the mm-hmm. process, I think, of the Terriers yeah, and picked out our favorite and then watched them do the walk and then the run. But as it was happening, you noti- you kept noticing the bulldog that was in the baby uh, stroller oh <laughs> my going God. back and forth. And then each time you go, the, 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 the bulldog's coming. The bulldog's, the bulldog's coming. The bulldog's coming. And I said, give him anything he wants. Give it. That's the mayor of the competition. Give it anything it wants. Let it compete in all of the categories. Yeah. Oh, it was so perfect. And it knew it was perfect, too. It couldn't care less if you, like, uh-huh. looked at it correctly. It was it was a wonderful creature. It and was... that was the last time we went outside. <laughs> Probably have, was. Have you? When was the last time you went into a grocery store? Have you tried doing it? I keep going into them when I need to run out for something to see if they have, to- like, toilet paper or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I was at, like, CVS, and there was people were doing, like, the six feet spacing and line which was really cool to see and then even the registers had like big tables in front of them but um yeah it's such a weird time to be alive because i think it's so crazy that everything can shift in in the same way for the same reason and i don't with the unemployment and everything that's happening it is world changing Mm -hmm. and that's insane yeah (laughs) it's it's affecting it's i can process i guess the idea that the world is changing but to see the little ways it's affecting everybody mm-hmm. is un it's incomprehensible in every way the, yeah. un- the way that it's like affecting just the things you wouldn't imagine because of the domino effect of everything is uh really it's nuts it's a nutty time so it's very nuts it's also um the world will never be the same mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's a massive thing to comprehend i it's i i fundamentally know that the world's not going to be the same but i haven't processed what that actually yeah. means and because it's scary to and process it's only that real if it's like our world yeah and like the only it started to become really real for me when the um the so my washington dc shows got postponed mm-hmm. but the whole, even that like kind of took a while and i'd pretty much made up in my mind as we talked about a billion times that i was gonna call it but i was like i'm sure they're gonna do it anyway and then they did but then i was scrolling through and saw that that club had to lay off Mm. all of their staff and i was like oh my god i was like i was bummed for a second about this thing yeah that's people's jobs and then the same thing happening out here like did you hear about the ucb yeah i saw a little bit about it yeah they're just i mean what is the prem like what's the deal there that they fired everyone that works there but yeah. they did it in i guess like a not very um Old way i guess yeah i don't know i kind of read it and didn't it didn't seem like it was that scandalous or anything it yeah. just seemed more sad um but yeah i mean the 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 world out here where you're having to to 
most people live in apartment complexes. Like I was thinking about like apartment complex gyms and the mm-hmm. fact that they're just packed now, twenty four seven. Well, that's what I was talking about dorms too, because now that was crazy. That was a very good point. Well, not everyone can go home from college, and mm-hmm. so college students are still living in dorms, just shut down. But how long do they get to stay in college housing for yeah. if the semester ends? And how do they all graduate and get degrees? Like, what if you have job a job planned yep. after graduation? Are you still... All of that uh, overwhelms me. And thank God I'm not in any position in which I need to organize and problem solve all of that because I don't even know where you begin. Yeah. Oh, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, working myself up into a fervor like this where I need to get back to my puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Sorry, I gotta go puzzle. I gotta go puzzle. I could have a lot of different outlets. I think I've chosen the healthiest one. Uh, now that we've talked about this, uh, I gotta go. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a uh, whatever. We'll we'll all be fine. Do you feel like you've learned anything about yourself in this process? I have. I have learned that my ability to conserve and be way more conscious of how much I use on a daily basis or eat, cook with and uh, water and paper products, which makes me feel optimistic about when this hopefully ends yeah. that I'll maintain that like level of conservation and that level of awareness. I mean, I've been using the most minimal amount of toilet paper I've ever used in my entire life. <laughs> I the other day and it was like a pile of toilet paper that had, that was resting on the Yeah, because I'm just so used to just ripping off toilet paper and then I excited. was like, oh shoot, what am I doing? This is barbaric of me and then I put a bunch back. <laughs> yeah, I told, you, I, was, I told you I used with panel to clean or a yeah you were very proud to come and and tell me that you frugally only used one tissue square no that felt like it was it felt like it was excessive oh i was like why am i using this precious toilet paper (laughs) yeah just so i can see i've been very nitpicky with you when i see you grab for paper towels and i'm like oh we have we have we have dish towels you can use those those can get washed save the paper towels yeah i do go through paper towels (laughs) have you noticed anything about you uh, yeah, I've noticed, uh, let's see. Or learned? I've learned that I touch a lot of things. I touch my face constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've always been pretty good at washing my hands, but I've yeah. definitely gotten better. Same. I think the the biggest thing would just be the, uh, the, the like, kind of strange uh, compartmentalization that I can kind of do where it's like, this isn't real, this isn't real. It's like looking yeah. at something let's in like ignoring something the elephant in the room or whatever yeah i mean we live in a bubble here la is yeah a hugely affected area but you at least in los angeles you can isolate Mm -hmm. way easier than you can in like new york city yeah so we have a privilege of being able to do that oh yeah which Um, is insane mm -hmm. and that alone is for me hard to that's hard to process um before this whole thing yeah. was was happening, um, and then I think, I think I've I've realized that uh, the idea that if I only had more time, I'd be so 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 much more productive is not true. It's at not all. true at all. For me too, that yeah. if I there was part of me that felt this odd sense of like glee of 
own of being forced to only be in the house and yeah. with all of the means to create things that I was like, here we go. No obstacles, nothing, yep. uh, just me. And oh, the biggest obstacle, my brain. Yeah. Oh, shoot. That one didn't get shut down. Yep. The biggest <laughs> obstacle, which is that I don't have to do this now. Yeah. Which is we're I'm we're both very good at uh, not having to do this now. Yeah. And I've learned that we are our pile pile people tendencies are um oh yes still very healthy yeah Mm -hmm. we had like a couple days where we were cleaning Mm -hmm. place looking good yeah it goes in peaks and valleys there's cycles right there's when you clean you scrub everything down and and then you let yourself go for two or three days and Mm -hmm. the things pile up and then you then you scrub it all down again and that's life baby um you like that toilet though right i learned like oh yeah you installed a toilet so don't say you haven't been doing anything yeah you've been accessing a different part of your brain well and you you i watched you watched (laughs) but you helped too and you also um like spoiled me for the rest of the day as though I had done something way grander than a toilet. But I mean, I t- I, installing a toilet is, is difficult. I have, yeah, I didn't know I'd spoken about the fact that I like plumbing so much. Yeah, I guess I never somewhere. really uh, acknowledged it uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you did. No, I, yeah, for sure when I told you you didn't, it, it didn't yeah. seem to register. But then I guess I've said it on a video or stuff because somebody or something because somebody left it a, a comment about it. But uh, I really do. I, yeah, good if, for you. If all of this goes south, babe, you look out. Great. I'm going to be a rad plumber. Great. I would love. I'm proud of you for having other job uh, possibilities. Imagine me as a plumber. I can't. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd do it for a day and you'd be over it. You'd have so much material, though. That you could plumb during the day, stand up oh. at night. What a life. Whoa, just making the dream happen. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm past finally the let me do this for stand-up comedy phase of my life. Oh, which is of like. Nice. Let me do this crazy adventure so I can get material. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. That makes me a safer person and I make more rational decisions. Yeah, I mean, that means you follow your heart more. Maybe. Thank you. You're welcome. That's so sweet. <laughs> You to say. Um, so we're gonna make our way through Westworld, and we've been cooking, we've been hanging out. I'm really glad I don't get tired of you, Grace. It's yeah, same. Nice. It's truly um, a really great thing. I think the Valley folk, you guys all have that yeah. uh, lockdown, which is really nice during lockdown because yeah. uh, that's what a lot of people have been talking about, and we've been talking about the idea that like there are people breaking up right now. Yeah, because. You know, stuff can't help but come to the surface when you're stuck with each other. I heard that the the reports are coming in for like divorces and the um, like in China. Wow! Oh, really? Like it's happening. Wow! I mean, if anything, the one thing that comes out of this is that we have data for everything. Yeah, there are graphs and charts for absolutely every possible thing. So many graphs. Do you uh? What did you fall? When did you start following the whole thing? Did you start finding out? Like, did you hear about? I it? I still kinda... like. I I look at things here and there. I hear when other people talk about it. I listen. Um, but I don't actively like. I go and I check Twitter moments every day to see like what the major things are. We turn on the news like once a day in mm-hmm. the afternoon like to adults. check in. Like we, adults, we've become adults. Oh my god, we become adults to the point that we watch the news. At night, and then 
We love to watch some Wheel of Fortune. We love, we love, we love Wheel of Fortune. Pat Scrabble. Sanjay, Pat Sajak is the only thing that feels safe right now. You call it, what did you call him? <laughs> you came into the room the other day when I turned it on and you went, Biggest head in the biz. Biggest head in the biz <laughs> is back on the TV. The most giant head. I challenge you all to turn Find on Wheel of Fortune and just tell me Pat Sajak doesn't have a head that's twice the size of every contestant. Oh, it's at least twice as big and twice as big as any like regular television host. And yeah. Most of those have. He and Vanna both have... Um, especially large noggins and, and you it, said, yeah you, you said they were i've heard in the past that merv griffin uh hired the two of them uh because they had huge faces and heads <laughs> because psychologically that makes them look much more likable on tv and they do they're two bobblehead dolls you can st- also yeah the tv's back when that show started right were black and white and there's a lot of you know the crazy reasons for white people get cast on television to elicit certain responses from an audience and yeah uh truly look now i can't unsee it can we talk a little bit about um married at first sight yes of course of course we're about 42 minutes in let's talk a little bit about the show okay of course about one of my favorite reality tv shows i would like nothing more than to talk about it all right so we've spoiler alert talked about this in the past folks yeah uh, there's a show called Married at First Sight. It's on Lifetime. All right. Uh, maths. Maths. And, hashtag maths. And it is a show where people meet someone for the first time, total stranger, as yeah. they're walking down the aisle toward them, folks. Listen to this. Walking down the aisle. Okay. So Love they're it. seeing this human being for the first time after auditioning for the show and talking with experts about what their preferences are for a lifelong partner. Mm-hmm. And so they find out whoever the experts chose on the day of the wedding. Hence the title, Married at First Sight. Then they go on a honeymoon, they meet the parents, they move in together, they see what life is like together, they talk salaries, they talk children, and at the end of the eight weeks, they decide whether or not they want to continue with their marriage or if they want to get an annulment um, and call it quits. And yeah. so we are nearing the end of this season. Yeah, we're over halfway through. I think they still have like two weeks technically till they're quote decision day yeah and uh we're obsessed should we just dive straight into talking about zach and mindy or yeah the biggest most i mean this is a very we've talked about this before it's a very conservative reality show for the scope of reality tv it's no bachelor or bachelorette's no love at first sight Mm -hmm. or love is blind rather um it's it's very oh, it's, it's it's um it's very saccharine. It's the PG version of yeah. Blind. It's not as gritty and um it this season though there's a couple on it Mindy and Zach and Zach they have now sorry for spoilers but you should be caught up by now because what else are you doing? Do you do, yeah. And um Mindy has called it off officially with Zach. Thank God the world can breathe a collective sigh of relief. Uh, because Zach is what what were your exact words about Zach? Would you like to reiterate? Well, I think he might be an evil person. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what uh, medical professionals might refer to as an evil person? Uh, an evil person. Scientifically speaking, he might be evil. That's but you were, you have to give some context go, go away, to this. Go lay down. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, no, no, go nope, 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 nope. Goose, go lay in your bed. Go lay in your bed. Thank you. I don't have to lay in that bed. I can lay in another bed. Yeah, screw you guys. I'll obey it. But um, <laughs> so Zach is um, not. I, I I recanted the evil, but I do think he is n- slightly less than a full human being 
and it cre- he creeps me out and he creeped me out but i also know mm-hmm. that i'm speaking from uh like when you criticize dudes like that because for people who don't know he's like a gorgeous model like most attractive yeah. person he looks like he should be on the bachelor but instead he is unmarried at first sight yeah he looks like exactly yeah he yeah. looks like he slipped through a wormhole um and so it's when i criticize him a lot of people will be like that's just jealousy mm-hmm. but it's not just jealousy it's also <laughs> jealousy and it's all of the other <laughs> terrible emotions that i have associated with it well basically yeah the the reason that you have all of these feelings about him is because he clearly wasn't attracted to mindy the girl that he was partnered with who is an amazing amazing woman uh she's just so much smarter and more emotionally intelligent than he is and he's still like dragging through this process with her but he refuses to move in with her and he still thinks that he's like doing a good job by like hardly hanging out with her and but not calling it quits and then telling her that he's been heard from her friends a secret that she has kept from him but won't tell her what the secret is he basically thinks he's playing mind games successfully and it's just a heap of bullshit and it, I, we does, could talk about it for hours. He does seem like he's trying to play uh, mind games, but it just can't. He just doesn't have he all the thinks, pieces. Yeah, he thinks he's playing games. chess <laughs> with this reality TV show, and he's just a fool. He's a fool. That's the right word, babe. It's not evil. <laughs> well, I feel bad. He's a fool. But I, we both have said we don't think he's inherently a bad person. His, he just is lacks a self awareness and a social awareness of his. like uh communication with people yeah and it's just tough to watch and finally mindy uh cut the cord guys if you haven't seen this show you gotta check it out yeah sorry we lost them i mean it's no joe exotic it's no tiger king but it's uh it's It's pretty good own weird form of a very compelling entertainment if you're into psychology which you are it that's why that's the hook for you i think so delicious Um, Grace, what are you? What do you want to point people to from our our swarm of people? What, what would you like to? What would you oh. like to plug? What would you like to? Sure, I'll plug um, some more podcasts because they are the thing to listen to and watch while we have the time now. Uh, I do two of them. One is called Not Too Deep every Monday with a guest, and we talk about their lives and things in the world and fun stuff. And then the other is with my good friend Mamrie Hart. Uh, called This Might Get Weird. It comes out every Wednesday and it's just about our personal shenanigans. You guys have a great podcast. Thank you. You are mentioned on it every single episode. (laughs) The things I see in my Twitter, because I don't don't regularly, you know, listen uh much which is i appreciate that you don't listen (laughs) my mom listens my mom will probably listen to this episode too because she's digging and finding everything online hi mom i love you yeah my mom texted me a little bit ago before we started recording this and was like i just finished watching the newest valley folk video it reminded me of the snacks that we used to make anyway i think i've been sequestered too long (laughs) and i was like you can she's like where's new corgi videos when you need them and i sent her like a the corgi uh subreddit she's like that's great I'll check it out. Whew, I'm bored. <laughs> it's like, very funny. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to go record podcast. Very um, sweet. Grace, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for You're having wonderful. me, Elliot. Sorry if this conversation was a little dull. I feel like uh, I have too many podcasts and not enough life going on right now to be able to fill conversations with interesting thoughts. I'd be terrified if you sat down and you were like, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this. I'm gonna talk. You'd be like, calm down. That's the one thing we don't, I think, aren't missing right now is 
<laughs> we're all isolated, but we're all saying crap so much. Like, I'm more mm-hmm. vocal on everything. Like, I don't feel unheard. I just feel mm-hmm. unseen. Okay. Do you want to take this offline? Yeah, I want to talk. <laughs> this is serious. Thank you, everybody. Um, And Joe would normally say, where's the cat here? Normally, we would have an intro. Uh, There's probably going to be some ads inserted, and I apologize for whatever the quality is on the video. And thank you to Grace. Follow at Grace Helpig on everything. And make sure to subscribe and uh, to the new ValleyCast channel where all yeah. these episodes are going up. And you can subscribe on iTunes and leave a review there. And all this stuff is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk. This sounds scripted, and it's terrifying me how well it's coming out. But what can you do? Because we're almost to the end. Here we go, everybody. Bye. Yeah, great. I didn't like myself. (laughs) He turned into a little bit of a (laughs) Zach.